So if you could be here around nine, that would be great. Okay. Well, listen here. Hello, and welcome to 90 Day Fiance Okay. I'm Mr. O, and today, Miss H and I will be discussing Season 10, Episode 3 of 90 Day Fiancé. We still have our core of four couples this week, where Manuel meets Ashley's mother, Gino finds out about Jasmine's BBL, Nikki gets to Moldova, and Rob doesn't want to hear about his small apartment or his online cheating. As always, we'll end with our Students of the Week, Class Dunces, and Life Lessons. All right, thanks for listening. Stay safe and enjoy. Hello, Mr. O. Hello, Miss H. How are you today? I, I'm not I'm not too, too bad. I just got, you know, 12 hours away from home before I got home, before we could record. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that was a thing. I had a, I had a, a meeting with my union is what it was today. It was at the union, the county, the district-wide union meeting. So that was something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So super late. Um, yeah. I unexpectedly went to bed really early yesterday mm-hmm. after a day of partying and uh, completely missed uh, 90 Day Fiance. Um, so I watched the part where I had to be responsible for summarizing. But I think like uh, it's going to be a new to me situation with uh the couples that you're covering today and it's a little better than when you were on the boat because at least you know what these people look like yes that's true well you know i did catch tail ends of some of the couples like before they kind of merged into you know one of the couples i was covering so i did get that manual kind of sucks yeah so let's let's just go ahead and start with them so we start with them and manual manuel is sleeping in a bed and he's not quite alone because Rico Suave is there. So Ashley tells us that after their fights about her, about you know Rico Rico sleeping in the bed and also how much of a witch she is and whether that counts, uh, they kind of came to not really a resolution, but they they managed to find themselves in a a reasonable place after some whiskey and a lot of sex. Oh gosh! So for their first activity of the day, they have to go to the grocery store since her pantry is completely empty. So he. She pretty much emptied everything out and was like, well, we'll just go shopping together and get all the things that he likes too. So they ask him in an interview if I think what he likes to eat in Ecuador, you know, what kind of foods they have. And he says everything. But Ashley is like, no, there are like five things. It is like <laughs> avocado and red onion. And she even specifies it's always red onion, never yellow, never a shallot, nothing, always <laughs> red onion. But they go there. Um, so anyway, at the market, uh, he's very confused by the baby carrots. He's like <laughs> – She's like, they're just cut up for you. He's like, why are you lazy? This is dumb. Why did cut up carrots? He's confused by the baby carrots. He's very confused by all the fake meat, the uh, vegan meat. And he's like, why does it look like sausage? She's like, but there's not meat in it. He's like, but it looks like meat. And she's like, yeah, but it's not actually meat. And he's like, this is weird. I don't get it. <laughs> um, and also the yogurt. He was like, is that milk? I don't that, – and she's like, no, it's definitely not. It's That's yogurt. He's like, oh. It's a whole new way for him to live. So anyway, on the way home from the market, uh, she asked Manuel if he has called his mom yet to explain that, you know, he's not in Ecuador anymore and is actually in the United States with his fiance. God. He's like, nah, I haven't really gotten to that yet. He's like, he doesn't really know how to tell her because, you know, if he tells her, it's just going to be too much stress for her. So – Actually, he's pretty bothered by his secrecy because it's not just secrecy that he's keeping things from his mom and it's his entire family, um, including the two teenage children that he evidently has. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, which I believe that was the first we've heard of it. I don't remember hearing yeah, that before. Definitely. I, I don't think we've heard of it before. So she's trying not to force him or set any ultimatums, but is really just trying to gently to get him to take uh, her advice and uh, just tell your mom, what are you doing? So speaking of moms, next up, it's time for Manuel to meet Ashley's mom. The meeting is pretty high stakes and she hopes Manuel can learn to just bite his tongue. Um, So she knows that Manuel didn't bring anything that is dinner with the family levels appropriate. So she brought him some options. He's not a big fan of either of his shirts because he thinks he's going to be clownish. I don't know. It was – I was confused and you didn't see this part because – she had like a purple shirt and another kind of purple shirt. Wanted a pattern. He was like, "Well, I'll look dumb if I if if the if the patterns match." And I was like, "If the colors match, if I'm only wearing one color." And I was like, "But you're wearing you're not wearing purple pants." So I was confused what he meant. <laughs> um, so anyway, the, he's he's met with the mom before, but didn't talk much because of the language barrier. So then they meet with with, with mom Stacy at a Mexican restaurant. 
who comes in pretty excited to see Manuel. So the plan is to use Google Translate for her to speak with Manuel, but like after one back and forth, she just foists the sister onto Ashley's sister, Sienna, and is like, you're young, you handle this. Like You can do oh, God. it. Um, so Stacey and Selfs are pretty direct, asking, well, okay, what about the wedding and what about the babies? And she's like, let's get this going on. I'm tired for meeting Greek grandma. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, Stacey, according to Ashley, is pretty baby obsessed, which is – but the way she puts it is really weird because Ashley's like – she doesn't like steal people's babies, but she like watches other people's babies and wants to hold them and like babysit them. It's really weird. And I was like, is that – Weird. Mm. That seems pretty normal behavior, but okay. So when they ask after his family, he says that he didn't say anything about his family to his family when he left, uh, which they're like, that seems weird. Tell me more. <laughs> so Stacy does not like – Stacy, being a mom, of course, does not like that he's lying to his mom about things, especially <laughs> something as major as this. So she thinks as time goes on, she's probably going to find the more things out about Manuel that aren't going to be so sunny. So Manuel says he'd always have to like face the music uh, here when it came to this issue. And so he's just like telling it like it is and taking it. So Ashley tells us later that they're uh, – as they're walking Rico, that the situation – that bed situation has come to a compromised solution. So Rico has kind of made his own bed out of blankets and stuff under their bed, which is okay, okay because uh, when Rico's in the bed, he, he – uh, I'll just say she calls him a cock block. Gosh. Um, so when they see <laughs> – then we see them eating breakfast, the breakfast Manuel has made for them. Uh, and she's like, there's a lot of meat in this. This is – yes, a lot of meat. Um, and they start talking about if he's feeling homesick at all, which is just her way of getting in there to bug him again about calling his mom. <laughs> so he said finally, he's like, all right, fine. I'll do it. So he doesn't think it's that big of a deal because, you know, really, if she thinks I'm in – Guayaquil working, then I have a few months before I have to say anything. Like I'm usually just gone for a few months and don't talk to him. So oh, that's fine. But okay, if this is what you want, I'll do. He knows it's better in the long run if he's just honest with everyone. I don't know why now is the time, like, but okay. Does he? Does he really know that? He says that. He says that to a camera. So they go sit outside to FaceTime with Blanca, his mother, which is immediately confusing because he's supposed to be in Guayaquil working and like she answered the FaceTime and it's like – you're sitting next to your girlfriend on screen, on frame. This is yeah. – mm. so he, Manuel tells Blanca that he's in New York and he's sorry he didn't say goodbye. But, you know, that's just like the way things worked out. So mm. he knows it was very bad and she asked for an explanation and he doesn't have a good one. Um, because he sucks. And and then they're just – she's just like, all right, well, don't forget about us because – and that's when the internet cuts out. Um, he's like, oh, it's the internet must have cut out. Uh, he gets what he meant though because he talks about how like in Ecuador, everybody actually really depended on me and I was the head of the household and I like earned all the money and you know, but you have to follow your heart. And it's like, what is your plan? And so, yes. So I guess that is, did this man just abandon his family and like is not going to even send the money or anything anymore? Like, Yeah, it definitely sounded like it. And that's part of the reason why he sucks, right? And it's yeah. like he just also to me just seems like he doesn't have any ambitions to work at all in America. Like he's never asked questions. Like sometimes you'll get some of these people that ask a lot of questions about like, well, when can the green card come in? Like, because mm -hmm. then I can work, you know, and when right. can I make right. money? Is there anything? Thing I can do to like make money mm -hmm. this guy just seems like he wants to sit around on the couch all day like I swear uh, when I was fast forwarding through their segments I, it was a lot of him on the couch yeah I mean it was a lot of him on the couch with Ashley being there was very much a lot of so did you call your mom yet what about your mom talk about your mom have you called what's going on because it made her extremely uncomfortable because I know it's, it's the same thing we went last time and I don't know how you can square that circle or solve that problem like if you're gonna lie to your mom about things you're going to lie to – and if you're going to do – this is literally a situation that you hear about in like, you know, horror stories or old movies and stuff where you're just like, oh, no, dad said he went or was going on a work trip and he just never came home. Like literally right. what's happening here. Like, yeah. He went out for a pack of smokes <laughs> and never came back. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, yeah. I I need to know – more about his family situation like mm -hmm. is there a parent taking care of these kids how old are these kids i mean ashley kind of i did catch the part where she said they were like 
she considered them older, but it didn't sound like older as in living by themselves. It sounded like older as in like teenage boys, like probably high school age. That's what it sounded like to me. They, yeah. it, it, older in that like they're not like they don't need full like they don't need babysitting, right? They don't right. really need somebody with them all the time. But I mean, he definitely said the word or at least they translated from him teenagers, right? So I'm imagining like 16, 17, especially given his age. Yeah. Right? He's not like super old. Like Yeah. Also, what I thought was kind of weird about that too is Ashley, for one, you know, she did mention like, well, shouldn't they know that they're gonna have a stepmom? And then it's like, yeah, do these kids even know about Ashley? And then how long ago was their relationship? Like she said that was like what is it, like seven years ago? So we already had the okay. kids then. Okay. I don't know. It just seems really weird. He just doesn't seem like he really gives a crap about his family. Right. Okay, so I did look it up. He's he's 35, mm-hmm. right? So they can't – they're probably not that old, right? They're probably more like 15, 14, 15. Yeah. Like, and less like 1920, you know? Yeah, and that's absolutely possible. But yeah, super strong giving me – uh, Luis vibes. Like the more we see him, the more I'm like, this dude is just like Luis. I just like I've come here and secured my retirement at 35. I've made it to America where I get to sit on my ass and be taken care of. Like he wants to be a kept man type stuff. Yeah. Well. Okay. Also, I mean, we'll find more out about this next week. But like even in the preview. Ashley voiced concern over whether or not he just came here to connect with his family. That is totally Luis, right? Luis Uh was just here to pretty much like he had some family members that were in America and he was just like trying to get closer to his family. He just needed to get here. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he doesn't – his lack of planning or ideas always Mm. is is bothersome because it's like – Maybe he did that. I don't know. But he doesn't have any kind of – he clearly doesn't have any kind of plan because he had no idea what he was going to tell his mom. Like mom was right. like, why did you do this? And he was like, um, reasons? <laughs> That's pretty much all he had. He would try to explain it. I didn't even really follow what his explanation was. But it was very much like, well, you know, things just happen sometimes and then, you know, you end up in a situation where you're you're here. And it's like – Okay, that's not really a, that's not really an explanation. Yeah, that's super bizarre. He's not my favorite. Uh, all right, moving on to people who are a little bit more favored, at least for now, uh, and that's uh, Nicole and Justin. So Nicole is packing up and realizes that she forgot her syringes for her horm- hormone injections. Her friend Chanel stops by to take her to the airport. Nicole says there are nine months. They are nine months into their K one visa, and Nicole wants to go to Moldova to resolve all their issues before Justin comes over to the U S. Chanel says that when Nikki talks about Justin, it's mostly negative. Her impression is that Nikki is in it a hundred percent, but Justin isn't. Chanel knows that Nicole gives Justin money, and he uses that money, as she says, to pay for rent, his car. And all of his plastic surgeries, I was like, whoa, we went from this guy, like I said last week, was like probably the best looking to, okay, well, how much of this is plastic surgery? I've been questioning everything. <laughs> I definitely everything don't I think he, yeah, I, I don't think he's good enough looking. I looked at him, paid closer attention this time. He's got like huge, big bags under his eyes and stuff like that. I don't know. Like, to it me, definitely that's doesn't like look age, plastic surgery-ish. No, no. Uh, so I was like, what plastic surgery is he talking about? Maybe like possibly lip injections. Like if you look at his lips from like back then. But that just seems like a Maybe odd it's, it thing. could also be body stuff. Like it could be like chest implants and stuff like that. Like, Oh, my gosh. OK, that's weird. But all right. So anyways, uh, <laughs> well, I, I shouldn't say mm-hmm. weird, just uncommon, right? That's not like the kind of plastic surgery you're used to hearing about. Well, I mean, you're not usually used to hearing any plastic surgery from from men. Yeah. I mean, okay. the things that I could think about is maybe a nose job. Right. Right, And like maybe lip injections because his lips definitely seemed a bit thinner. Unless do you count hair implants as plastic surgery? 
Oh, I don't know, but I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, get those plugs. Uh, yeah. So anyways, ner- Nicole is very nervous about meeting Justin's family again because now they know she's trans, whereas before they didn't know. Justin is getting ready for Nikki, uh, which includes vacuuming, getting a welcome mat and scrubbing his shoes. Justin says that because of the time difference, they often don't talk because he is too tired. And this has actually caused a lot of fights in their long distance relationship. He thinks that they need this time together to see if they can get along in person. Justin is also nervous about this trip because he's not sure how people will act knowing that Nikki uh, is trans and he's worried that people won't be accepting of their relationship. Nikki is at the airport, freshening up in the bathroom, joking that Justin kisses her like an 80-year-old man. She walks through the doors and Justin is waiting there for her and they have an affectionate meeting. He says his lips are burning from the kiss because it was so hot. He gives her a giant bouquet of roses wrapped in paper that is coincidentally the same color as the trans flag. They are talking about what they're going to do, which Nikki jokes about. Russian sausage and she makes a lot of weird sexy jokes sex jokes like this entire time they're Mm -hmm. talking about uh, it's a task getting all the luggage in the car and they drive by the Moldova where Nikki remembers it's where they first kissed oh I can't believe we've been to Moldova multiple times and we haven't seen the Moldova yet before that's wild it's so punny (laughs) oh my goodness so she then asks about the engagement celebration that they're supposed to have and Justin says that it will be small with just close friends Nikki continues to make dirty jokes whenever possible they go to a cafe where Nikki is already getting looks from strangers Justin can't help but wonder if it's because everybody knows she's trans. Justin tells us that women in Moldova do get made up and, you know, like put on makeup and, you know, do their hair all nice, but only on special occasions. So that's part of the reason Nikki attracts more attention. Justin says that maybe they shouldn't go out at night. Justin says that he's worried about her safety because she looks like a trans porn star. Nikki says that he's not shelving her in the dark. She wonders if he's secretly dating someone that uh, they might run into at night. Nikki thinks that something shady is happening. And Justin says that they can talk about it later and they'll see. You know, I just realized after reading this whole thing. What's that? I called him Justin the entire time because I completely forgot his name is Igor. <laughs> because they had Justin plastered everywhere, right? Yeah. But uh, yes, Igor, this Poor guy got slapped with the name Justin, um, but his name is really Igor. Um, Okay, so I don't know. I I feel like it really could go either way. But about, you know, why Justin's really trying to keep her from uh, being out at night, right? But the last thing on the list is he's got a secret girlfriend that he's trying to hide from That is – no, that is not on my list at all. Like – and this is a secret nocturnal girlfriend that only comes out at night. Right, right. <laughs> You'll never – no chance of running her into her during the day. Only at yeah. night will the secret girlfriend come out of here. Oh yes. I mean the two most obvious candidates for why he's out there is one – why he's doing this is one, he is telling the truth. He is legit concerned that she's going to attract the mm-hmm. wrong kind of attention and they're going to get jumped. Like, yeah. Like there's just going to be homophobic, you know, hate crime. Like she's going right. to be a victim of a hate crime. Right. Right. And the other one is is he's embarrassed to be with a trans person. Yes, like those are yep. the two most 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 obvious ones. Secret girlfriend way down on the list. Yeah, I was like, okay, Nikki, you're a little like delusional when it comes to this. I I don't really know. Right, and we, we, I, there wasn't really a history. But that's what's crazy to me is there has been a relationship history of him being embarrassed to be with a trans person. Yes. And not a relationship history of him cheating. So why is that the one that is more concerning to you or like more pressing? Yeah. I said last week that I really needed to see these two together in person to really – because they just didn't have the same kind of energy and they just seemed like – you know, like, I don't know, incompatible people just based on like what you kind of were introduced to. Sure. I can kind of see a little bit more now, like, okay, they they don't seem like too awkward together. You know, it seems like kind of natural, but I am all of a sudden have different kinds of concerns because if Nikki's talking shit about Igor all the time to her friends 
And, Mm -hmm. you know, Igor is mentioning that, you know, they don't do so well with long distance because she's always getting mad at him because he, you know, is too tired to talk or whatever. It just Mm -hmm. seems like this is a relationship where he's going to be nagged quite often and, you know, be with someone who's just always like upset with him, it sounds like. Yeah, I think they're hoping that a lot of the upsetness goes away when they can actually see and talk to each other because I think there's a couple things at play here. One is that time difference is hard. Oh, like, yeah, definitely. Like we, The two of us just have three hours trying to coordinate pretty much just this podcast at this point right. and that's fucking hard. Like, yes, right? it is. <laughs> it's three hours one time a week, right? Let alone – this is 10 hours. It's a 10-hour yeah. difference. That's yeah. that, and that's a lot. Like my um, my person just got back from from Europe, and it was seven hours for just a week. And I was like, "This is awful. Like, I hate this." Right. Like, and because it because it is true. Because it's like by the time I by the time Nikki is off work, right? Yeah. It's like one or two in the morning. He's like, "I'm not. Yeah. I can't do anything. I'm not going to do anything. I, I'm tired." And then you, so you only talk when he when one of the two of you is tired. It's either super early for her, super late for mm-hmm. him, right? Mm-hmm. And not only that, like, but it's hard to do the distance thing even when the time difference isn't crazy because you don't get that like release of actually being in the presence with them and getting mm-hmm. to touch that person and see that person and actually spend time with them. And all you have is the little – almost it's almost really hard for that to not just be bickering and fights the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know. He seems like he was trying, which I thought was interesting. Chanel's take on it that, you know, Justin isn't really in it because to me, it seems like he's been putting an effort. But also, uh, it does make me wonder how much money is she giving him too. right? Is that is he like, is this just a I can fake this for this amount of money? Like I can I can put up with this for Right. Or is this a oh, I need hair plugs, like mm-hmm. can I ask you for money and he gets like this one off or is he like living off of her? Right. Right, which we haven't heard him say anything about at all. I mean, this is kind of the first time we've heard much about the money. Um I, I think we've heard kind of like, oh yeah, I've sent him money or blah 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 blah. I don't think we did that. But yes, is you know, dating is it a, is it a, is it just a sugar mama situation for him? Like it, hmm, yeah. What I also thought was interesting that we found out this week was the fact that they're getting close to uh, nine months, or they've spent nine months. They've had their visa for nine months already, and he hasn't come over. <sighs> well, how long do you have? Because I don't and know. I find that interesting because specifically because last week um, when Manuel was coming, they were like, mm-hmm. it's literally the last day he can come. Yeah. Like, so that had to be longer than nine months if he's had his for nine months. Right, right. I don't know. Maybe like a year. A year seems like a good amount of time for you to settle your affairs back in your home country. Yeah. I mean, if, well, what I would do is different, definitely a difference from <laughs> what, what I, what I would is actually the, 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 the deal because I feel like so many other ones we see where it's like, Oh shit! They got their visa. Now we have to scramble to get everyone. They are scrambling yeah. to make put everything in order because they're like, "Oh shit! We had no idea. Now they're on their way." You know, it's it. So I don't know. It's a, the ins and out of this. Uh, after all the show, ten seasons of his show are still like, "Huh? This doesn't make sense with what we've seen before." Right, because it feels like, um, you know, with Nicole going to visit uh, Igor. It seems like their clock hasn't even started. You know, they have the countdown of how many days until the wedding, right? right. For almost all these couples, but they haven't even started theirs yet. Yeah, because he hasn't landed yet, right? right. It's not until he lands for the for this time, and so yeah, I, I just I I didn't know that you read the nine months is something I didn't I I didn't think about, but yeah, that seems like an awful. It seems like compared to the other couples we've mm-hmm. met. Seems like an awful long time to be able to hold on the visa and not use it. Right. I do think there is some element of, you know, like them wanting to be on the show. Like, and by them, I mean the couples, right? Couples wanting to be on the show. And so having to coordinate their 
timeline of travel or timeline of entry with like a, you know, a shooting schedule. And mm-hmm. so like some of these couples who were like felt like it was more rushed, it could be because, you know, well, they got to start filming now. And right. so it's like they, you know, may have a year to settle their affairs, but they just kind of rush it to get on this show. Right, right. And when that comes to the people who, you know, like, I feel like there's a decent number of couples that more or less up, <laughs> someone applies for this show first and then yeah. is like, all right, now I got to find a fiance. Um, yep, got to so find a fiance. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I want to be on a reality show. This is not their first shot at a reality. Like, even like Darcy had been on, had tried to do other reality shows before right, she was on right. it. Like, it, it, people do that. Yeah. All right, let's go on to my other couple of um, Sophie and Rob. Oh boy, I was okay. So Sophie is having a little bit of trouble doing her makeout in the makeup. I mean, in the outhouse bathroom that mirror at Rob's place. So, oh God. Okay, she doesn't really like this having to go outside to pee thing, and so I'm, I'm a little confused because is it a shared bathroom or is it his bathroom that just is like across the courtyard? I'm confused by the situation, but I'm, I've certainly seen some places, even around where I am, where it's like almost like hostel style, where it's like it's like you rent out a room, yes, and there's a shared bathroom like down the hall mm-hmm. from wherever your place is. Right, right, and that we don't have any. We don't have all those places got grandfathered out a long time ago here. Yeah, um, but anyway, so Rob refuses to admit admit that it's that big of an issue. He thinks that things are going pretty good so far. They've been there for like a day or whatever, aside from the elevator glitch. So Sophie says that she slept well, even even though Rob insisted on like having sex instead of letting her just fall asleep. Um, so she tells us, tells him that ah, it's it is weird that you have to put on your shoes and go outside to pee when you in the middle of the night, especially you know after this said sex that they had, right? Put on your, now that we did it, put on your clothes and your shoes and walk outside to the bathroom and pee. Um, so he's like, but you know what? Hey, uh, this isn't, uh, this isn't London. This isn't your fancy Dubai. This isn't some bougie place. But logically she's just like, yeah, having a bathroom in your house is not bougie. Like that, yeah. that is, no, that's just standard, normal living situation. So she says that she's understand she understands that he's really just being defensive about it, but that's interrupted by she this is an interview, and she's like, I understand he's kind of being defensive. And then he passes behind her in the interview to go to this bathroom that they're talking about. <laughs> so he doesn't want to have he gets he is frustrated because he doesn't want to have keep having this fight every morning about moving because it makes him feel inadequate and he doesn't like that. So she says she needs to just lay off. So to make things now to make things better, to kind of put things in a better mood, Rob takes her to his, the, the favorite favorite part of living in L.A., which is the beach. Specifically, they go to Venice Beach, where Sophie immediately starts pointing at, hey, there's apartments right there. And there's houses right there. We should rent <laughs> one of those. And he's like, yeah, no, we can't afford those. <laughs> like I, I live in a room across from a bathroom. It's not, not going to work. So, so she's Sophie, unless, and he says, unless your family could help out with that. But Sophie says she can't. She can't help out now because she's not working yet and she has been financially independent from her family since she was about 17. So she might be rich, but she doesn't like tap into that richness. And also, it's really not that long. If I keep forgetting she's 23. So when she's like, oh, wow, since you've been 17, it was like, yeah, like five years ago. Yeah. Like, so anyway, that independence makes her a little annoyed when his when Rob's solutions to all their financial problems are just, well, just ask your family for money. So they go for a walk on the beach and Rob's phone buzzes and they he like takes it out to look at it and it's a notification. Okay, this was the weird. This was weird. It was a push notification from um, Instagram that like – and you know the Instagram when they send you a notification, it kind of shows you like the top half of the picture of yeah. what it is. Um, well, it was somebody in some sexy Dora the Explorer cosplay. cosplay. Okay. And Sophie's just like, what the shit is that? <laughs> like, he also immediately gets pretty defensive about that. And he's like, no, I don't follow that person. I just follow like a page that like reshares stuff. I didn't even know if I knew I followed that page. And she's like, it's pretty weird you're following sexy cosplay of children's television. And he's like, but I don't. I just follow a page that posts it. And he's like, <laughs> she's like, mm, that's better. Not helping. <laughs> that's not better. Um, so, and, and then, so, 
she's also kind of being pretty jealous about the whole thing and because she's like, wait, I unfollow basically everybody that posted thirst traps when I got with you. What are you doing? Um, <laughs> she's defensive and he's defensive. She's jealous and she says she's right to feel jealous because of his online cheating. We'll get to that later. So later on, they're walking the dog and Sophie says she'd only be comfortable walking the dog alone once they got to one of the nicer parts of L.A. Um, but – and she says she does feel bad about intruding his privacy on the beach by like looking at his phone. But, you know, he there was that situation during the COVID lockdowns where he got videos and pictures from some other person, which she considered cheating, but she forgave him for. Oh, so, God. but – even though she forgave him, apparently she needs to bring it up now while they're walking this dog because uh, – <laughs> well, and he just thinks it's now something she just brings up random times but has already been resolved. Um, so he says that all he did was uh, – OK. So it's not exactly clear what happened. He said that he – somebody sent him pics and he responded. Doesn't say whether or not he sent any pics back or what kind of pics they were, although we all kind of – Make oh, assumptions God. about what kind of pics they were. Yeah. Um, but that it was only like an hour or so. Like he was started talking to this person, sent some pics and was like, this is a bad idea. I'm going to stop doing this. Right. <laughs> and um, the other person like immediately snitched. Immediately was like, look what I oh, – look at the screenshots from uh, I was talking to your boyfriend. Ha, ha, ha. Look what I got because that's what people do. So he gets very animated that it should not count as cheating and he doesn't say it was right. But he did also was like I definitely says I didn't do anything wrong. So anyway, so he throws it back at you, and then this is his chance to throw it back at her. Like my friend saw you on a dating app, which she was like, yeah, but it was Bumble BFF. It wasn't Bumble Bumble. And he's like, yes, it was. It was Bumble Bumble. And she was like, no, it's not. <laughs> She's not a fan of how he gets so defensive about everything, and they kind of are both just like angry at each other when the episode ends, yeah. or at least when their segment ends. So I mean, based on all of this. I guess defensive is not the best word to be – the primary word to use about your partner. Describe your partner to me. Well, he's defensive. Like what are, what are, yeah, what's worse well, than that? Well, it sounds like he is because it sounds like he does a lot of shady shit and very questionable and like hard to defend. And so he has to be defensive. Yeah. I mean it, at the end of the day, yes, he was – it, it's a, it was he was to me annoyingly defensive, like because mm -hmm. it was stuff he could have been like, look at look, we talked about it, you know, you have my explanation, it is what it is, like that that's what it is. But he he gets very animated, he gets very angry, like you can he's visibly angry. Like, I don't want to talk about this every night. Why are we talking? Yeah. You should you shouldn't even talking about this. You already resolved this. <sighs> like he he gets he's visibly angry, and like visibly just mad at her for bringing it up. And yeah, it's kind of, it's not great. It's annoying because we've mm -hmm. seen that before on this show, on other shows where it's like the strategy is to get mad at them about this to be your defense, right? Like right. that is your defense. You're going to be mad at them to try to like out anger them and somehow have that get you out now of it. Now we're talking about your half. Now we're talking about you and not talking about me anymore. Right. Yeah. And it's just uh, that strategy is so annoying to me too. No, and it was annoying to me because he's like he he's so close to getting it. He's like, oh, I don't like when she brings up where I live every day because it makes me feel inadequate. And I'm kind of like, it should. Like, yeah. like if you want to not feel inadequate, then she can't make you feel inadequate. You already feel inadequate about this place. Now, yeah, you've tried true. to convince everybody that you don't, but this is something that makes you feel inadequate. And mm -hmm. so her saying stuff about it, that's not bringing those feelings up. That's validating your own feelings and you don't like the way that feels, right? Yeah. And it's like – and it's just one of those things too that I'm just like, then get a job. Like you don't have a job. Like you don't have a full-time job and you're like, well, make me feel like more adequate. It's like, then don't be an Instagram model. Like you want to not feel inadequate, then be adequate. Like, right. stop, don't just expect everyone to pretend that you are when you're not. Yeah. This is, like, a really interesting couple to me. Like, not, you know, they're not the most interesting couple on the show or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, they're fascinating to me in that they both can't hate on each other for kind of doing the same thing, right? Because mm -hmm. they're both trying to not work and just be influencers. The difference is that Sophie – 
is successful at it. <laughs> All right. Uh, comes from money, has money. And Rob over here is just like, oh, goodness, who knows what he's doing? And I just feel like you're right. Sophie's better at kind of, I don't want to say freeloading, but not working. Mm-hmm. Rob is not so good at it. And I just, at what point are they not going to be seeing eye to eye? And she's going to be the one saying, like, you need to get a job. Yeah. I mean, I do, I do think so because I do think she's going to still be better at it. And mm-hmm. is like – and she'll – I think she'll be able to actually contribute doing what they w- both want to be doing and he won't. And it's going to be like, well, you have to get a job. It's like, why? You're doing the same thing. And right. She's gonna That's be like, how I see it going down too. mine brings in money and yours doesn't. Like, what do you yeah. mean? Not doing, so we're not doing the same thing, are we? Right? I think that's – that does sound like a direction this this could very likely go in. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, last couple we had this week was Gino and Jasmine. So Gino is proud of himself because he washed a comforter uh, <laughs> that, you know, Jasmine said smelled bad. Uh, they've been cleaning and unpacking and Jasmine feels good about the effort Gino has been in uh, putting in to make her feel comfortable at the house. Jasmine has a surprise for Gino. It's a sexy nurse costume. She has a matching doctor's uniform for Gino. Dr. Gino scrubs in and Jasmine says that she is the nurse and the patient in this role play. This was the worst, like, least um, coherent co- role play of doctor and nurse I think I've yeah. ever seen. <laughs> it's like she's a nurse and then she's a patient. Uh, but she had reconstructive uh, vagina surgery about four months ago and they couldn't have sex the last visit because Jasmine is now too small. Uh, during this time that they were trying to have sex, they were arguing and super stressed. So Jasmine has since bought vagina stretchers for Dr. Dr. Gino to try on her. The next morning, thankfully, they skipped past. Uh, oh, they still had a lot of making out. Yeah, well, <laughs> Jasmine is happy that she is not a virgin anymore. She then tells Gino that the more sex she has in a day, three or more times, she says, the better she gets along with someone. Gino isn't worried about intimacy as long as they don't argue so much. They go down to the kitchen where Jasmine is quizzing Gino about what is in the bread that she can't eat. It ends up that Jasmine is vegan and she can't eat honey. She is also cold and Gino offers her a long john top. And Jasmine says that she really needs to buy her own warm clothes because she doesn't want to just wear his clothes all the time. She then says she doesn't want to overwhelm him with more requests for things, but she wants to replace the stuff that just plain doesn't work. Gino then tells Jasmine that she is his priority and he wants to give her all the attention and is really trying to lay the groundwork for telling her. So Mm -hmm. that's why he quit his job. Gino says that they can live off his savings until they get married and then he can get a job. Jasmine says that they should have discussed this before, but she argues the reason she moved to the U.S. was because Gino has a job and that is no longer the case. Jasmine says that he is jeopardizing their chance to bring her sons and her sister to the U.S. Gino says that if they stick to a budget and only buy things they need, they'll be fine, like Mm. just having a wedding ceremony. Jasmine starts crying, saying that she's stressed. Later, Gino and Jasmine are leaving the house, so they have to diaper Coco the dog because Coco has been uh, having separation anxiety and peeing. Gino is letting ja- letting Jasmine uh, borrow a coat, which she says smells dusty. They're off to get a massage, but uh, inside, Jasmine says she's panicking because they, you know, she just found out that they don't have an income. They are in their couple's massage and just kind of bantering back and forth. The masseuse tries to massage Jasmine's ass and Jasmine tells her not to because her ass hurts. Gino asks why and Jasmine tells him about the Brazilian butt lift. And Gino asks, how can she do something like that? Because it's just crazy. He asks some follow up questions and finds out that Jasmine told him he that she had COVID when she was really recovering from the surgery. Gino then says that they could have spent the $10,000 to make all the repairs around the house that Jasmine wanted. They both accuse the other of not communicating. Gino asks the masseuses to leave and asks Jasmine how she got the money. Jasmine says that she had some savings and then also used the money from the wedding dress that Gino gave her. Gino is very mad and tells her that she is really selfish. He leaves in the middle of the massage. 
Jasmine is very subdued and she doesn't want to tell him the entire truth, which is that she got the remaining $2,000 from her ex, Dane. Mm. All right. So how do you think that conversation went down? Jasmine asking Dane, hey, I need an extra $2,000 for my butt. Or was it like, I really need this $2,000 for the butt? Hint, no, I hint. think it was more like that. I think it's more like, oh, you know, I'm taking Gino's money and I just – I'm $2,000 short. I really want to get it for him. I really could use it and just kind of, yeah, hint, hint, hinting. I don't I don't think she's – I don't think well, – let's hope it was because if I'm – I feel like Gino would – I don't know. Gino's not going to take that well either way. Like – but yeah, him offering it versus like, wait, you asked your ex for two grand. What did he okay. do well, for you there? Like, where did like? I don't know because I think Gino's such a tight ass. He'd be like, great, someone else paid two thousand dollars and not me. I mean, yeah, I think I, I don't know if Gino would necessarily say it, but I'm imagining the tell all, right? Mm-hmm. And the other people that tell all would be like, oh, so a dude just gave you two thousand dollars for nothing. For no reason, like you didn't do anything in return at all, like for that. Well, I wonder somewhat too, because she didn't go into it. She just said like that one thing um, is like if it's a loan, because I could see Mm -hmm. that as being a little bit more like, okay, well, the expectations that he pays, that she pays it back. And so, you know, you can't really say it's a. If it's a uh, loan, sure. It's a sexual, some sort of sexual quid pro quo. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Right. Yeah. But now, but now you're going to put him in the awkward position that it's like, so you want me to give you money so that you can pay your ex back. So now I have to give money to your ex. Like yeah. that's the situation that we're in. That is not a good situation that anybody wants to be in. No, it's not a good situation. So it's like, I don't know what Dane was thinking kind of contributing to this BBL and I don't know like Gino, like uh, I don't know. I get that she couldn't ask him. But at the same time, it's like, how is this any better? Uh, Yeah. And and the thing was, is it's a, this is, this is also the other thing. She had this plastic surgery done because it was so desperately needed. She had to borrow money, blah, blah, blah. He didn't even notice. No, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, she said that, uh, you know, she had a butt before. Right. And that she was like losing weight and that she was getting a flat butt. How how, yeah. how long have they been apart that she went, she went through this entire butt cycle in between? Uh, at least four months. She says it's been four months since she had the uh, vaginal rejuvenation Which surgery. was right before – no, but he came – didn't he come to Panama after she had the vaginal rejuvenation? Yes, and that's what I'm saying is like um, – so, so it's, it's been probably four months at most. At most, right. Yeah. Right. I don't, I don't know that the whole butt cycle happened in that case because it – because she's probably – a month after the surgery, if she's decently recovered enough, right? Yeah. And she's sitting on an airplane or whatever. Uh, uh, I, I think she's still got some weird cushions and stuff there because I swear when she's wearing pants, it looks lumpy as hell. It looks weird and bad. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it, it just – it. I don't buy that you wouldn't – just you went, oh, I, it, within two months, I went from no butt that I needed butt implants that I then got that made my butt look exactly like it did before. Right. And like I don't know. It does, that doesn't mm, it doesn't add up. Okay, but at the same time, does Gino really seem like the most observant person? Yeah, at least like, he kind of noticed her hair. She had to prompt him for the hair too, didn't she? And her hair is very different. <laughs> yes, her <laughs> hair is very different. Uh, I actually like it more now. I think. Oh, I, I, uh, uh, it's way better now. Yeah, sure. I'm not sure about the bangs because I really just want to oh, no, brush it needs, out of her eyes. She needs the bangs. She needs to manage her bangs. But it's funny because right. that's that was the other thing when I watched this with my with my partners. Like, is is that she was like, oh, I remember when I got bangs at first. It's weirdly hard to figure out what to do with them. Yeah, and it takes a little. It takes a few of us to you know get. Oh, this is how long they need to be trimmed to. This is how I I like them better. This with these ones brushed to this side, that side. So I feel like she'll get a hang, get the hang of it, and yeah. she will look a little bit better. But it's like I don't know. It it's it's all like. But he, here's the other thing: is I don't get what I don't get about Gino, and he seems to do a good job of you know before the butt lift stuff went down, before they went to the massage. Even when they didn't, like he he's doing a good job of trying to make her comfortable. But a lot of it is like, why didn't you do that before? Like why yeah. didn't you make your bed and wash your sheets like before she yeah. came? Your fiance that is visiting your house for the first time that you've been dating for years and you're just like, did you vacuum? Did you clean the bathroom? 
No. Like, what? Why? Just why? It's so I'm weird. still confused why he felt a need to have to quit his job. Like, why not do something like a work part time? You know, like work half days, if at all possible. Yeah. Work out a situation where you can telecommute most of the time. Maybe only go in two times a week. Right. right? And you, you work there. It's just, I don't I don't get it either because like I know that Jasmine is very demanding of time and money. But I feel like if she'll understand the money, she'll understand the time if it if she sees the money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And 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 like she, I I don't I don't think she's like oh I don't understand why you're always working. Like I feel like she's like well you were, I there you know if it was situations where it's like you got off from work at four and it's eight why are you just getting home now she be that's the time right? right but it's like but I think if you're I, I think she understands working and is like I was working all day and now we can do something um, that I don't yeah I don't know she's not a baby that needs him to be home and like right. pamper her all the time which I think he's confused about because he's only visited her while he was on vacation yeah. And then when you're on vacation, she does want all of your time. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Is that really sustainable to like spend that much time with someone? I think it's, I mean, well, okay. So back up at this point in a relationship, I don't know. My parents do it like all the time. They're, my parents are uh, inseparable. They have never, I don't, I can't, I mean, except when I go with my dad to a football game, I don't know when, oh no, I guess my, my mom does. Leave the house and 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 work. she uh does like babysitting for my sister and stuff. So she'll leave mm-hmm. and my dad will be home. But like most of the time they're together like a lot. <laughs> like, but that's also because they've been together for forty plus years. Like they've got this thing figured out. They've got all the ins and outs and the ups and downs and the you know the little places to give space. They got that all figured out. These two do not. Yeah, and you know what? It's very interesting to me. They both just seem very different people now. Like Jasmine, like I imagined her, you know, being much more defensive and fired up about her butt. Mm -hmm. She didn't. She was very subdued and very like, okay, I did wrong, you know, like. Right, because at the, (laughs) and I think it's partly because, and I think she admitted it, she didn't know the situation. She thought he was working in more money, more money, more money. What's the problem? We have all the money we need. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, we don't have all the money we need. Right. Oh, but no. <laughs> even her being critical of Gino's house has been like she's Gentle. trying at yeah. least to be kind about it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to overwhelm you, but things need to get fixed, you know? And he's also been, I don't know, uh less like a pushover, but not like necessarily the other extreme either. It's just really mm-hmm. interesting, like this is not the couple I feel like we've seen the last couple seasons. I mean, the things that they eventually do are the same, but I mean, like how they how react they get to there. things, yeah. you know, and yeah. how they, uh, you know, have, uh, communicate with one another is very different. It's I, weird. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this up now because we talked. She mentioned it last time. We saw more mm-hmm. making out, and I, not only did they do it, but Nicole did it. I have not made out with that many people, right? Yeah. My, uh, below my share, but no, not zero, but people, right? Okay. None of them have sucked on my tongue. Oh, my God. Yes. But Nicole said is, something about that. What is that, that move? I, like, I would be like, oh, ah, uh, we're done gross. now. Like, we're done. Like, I yeah. can't even, I don't even know how it would be. I would pull away so fast, except for the fact that they would be sucking on my tongue. But yeah. I would be like, disengage. What was that? Like, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've made out with my fair share of people, and I would say that's not a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. We can't even say it's like a, you know, like a European thing or something like that, because they're both from different countries, like Jasmine and uh, Igor. Yeah. Well, and uh, okay, but I don't even blame Igor, because he's not the one doing the sucking. Right. It was Nikki, like, who's American, and it's like... I just, it's never, it's never even been a thing that I was like, it's never been even been a thing that I was like, well, this, she seems not to be into this. Let me try some new things. I'm going to go for sucking the tongue. No. I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with lip injections. Cause I'm trying to think oh. of what does Jasmine mm. and mm-hmm. Nicole have in common? Oh, they both have crazy lip injections. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I can think of. Maybe it's a lip injection. Could thing. be. You can't, yeah, maybe, maybe that's a, that's what you have to do to be able to feel what's going on. 
<laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, so it looks like we have another couple joining us next week. At least, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so out of the group you saw this week, who was your student of the week? <sighs> I mean, surprisingly enough, I, I said Gino. Um, okay. I think he kind of yeah, – the, the butt lift stuff, I don't think – I don't blame him for getting upset and walking out. Like that was some bullshit. Like it's been his money. Like and so – but I think – he stayed calm. He's been trying to, at least this time, trying to, you know, let it. He didn't. He didn't keep hiding it that he's that he that he lost that he quit his job. Right. He gave her like reasons for it. I think he's been reasonable and also kind of anticipating what she needs when she does it. Now they're both mm-hmm. wacky, and she needs some wacky things. But at yeah. least he's considering what the way his partner is going to take things in the way he's, you know, bringing them out. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to do this one because, you know, I didn't see half of the couples. Sure. But I, I'll agree with you with Gino on that one. But I will say I had some strong opinions going into this, uh, <laughs> who my dunce was going to be. And it's Manuel. I just this guy like down to the stupid look on his face. He like, only has he, one look. He's one oh of those guys. Gosh. His face yeah. always looks the same. They happy, have stupid, dumb looking face. Sad, stupid, dumb looking face. Angry, stupid, dumb looking face. It's like, make a face, man. Make a different oh, face. Gosh. Yeah, but I already don't like this guy. I don't like this guy and his dumb face. Say, I, and the one I already don't like is Rob. Like, yeah, I, for different reasons, but yes. Yes, but his is turning everything around. Like, we're not talking about me. We're talking about you. Why are you always going to bring stuff up? Why always got to make me feel bad? Well, I don't even know how you're doing. We were just sitting here having fun. Like, shut up, man. Oh, that's yeah. the, most, the most annoying kind of person that you can't criticize without them. You can't criticize or say anything bad about without him getting all bent out of shape and start yelling at you. Ugh. Yeah. All right, Ty, what about your life lesson? Um, so I can only think of one situation where it's okay to say this. So there's really not many situations where it's a good thing to say that your partner looks like a trans porn star. Oh, God. But this was one of them. Well, the only exception is if she is a trans porn star. Right. Um, but that was funny because like I, I just – the way he went, it was like he dug a hole. He was like – he was like, oh, people are going to – she's like, oh, you think – People are going to think I'm a man. He was like, no, people are going to think you're like a porn star. And she was like, oh. she was like, oh, thanks. She took it as a compliment. She did. She was like, oh, well, OK, that's better. And he was like, a trans porn star. And she was like, well, damn it. Like, uh, you had a, uh, uh, you're like, almost no. there, buddy. <laughs> you went too much. I know, right? You just overshot it just a smidge. Uh, my life lesson is never ask your ex for anything, especially money. Yeah, I can't. Bad. That's wild. Like, yeah, yeah. I no, and I can't think of any circumstances where I'd ask my ass at where I would. I mean, I would well, say yours ask is my a ex. different situation. It's a different because right? you when have we're kids. By, yeah, when we're doing things for the joint kids, I would never say like, "Oh, I'm a little hard up this month, and I need, I need money like, for myself. I need money for myself." Yeah, no, come on, no. <laughs> you know, there's not. this Brazilian butt lift <laughs> I've been wanting to yes. get. <laughs> right. Right. I need this plastic surgery really bad. I'm two thousand short. (laughs) I know the kids need I know the kids need school clothes, but I really need this. I really need these airplugs. I need it. Oh my goodness. All right. So uh, we will be back again next week and uh, with a new couple or two. Yes, sounds good. Okay. So until then. See everybody then. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. 